Hey, Misfits. I'm your host, Melinda. Thank you for joining Mystery Loves Company. Now hold on to your butts as we go on another mysterious adventure. Let's see what today has in store for us. Uh, So we'll start off with James Howell. He bought this property in 2000, and being that this house was so close to Boise State University, many college kids would rent the house. Uh, Now, some of these kids were ignorant of what has taken place in this house, and some were intrigued about what has taken place in this house. So uh, we will start off with the Pratt Boys. Nice. Yes. Helena. You always got to start off with frat boys, right? Sick, dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> so right. Stop it, bro. <laughs> threw off my groove. Uh, We're sorry. Hip. Stereotypical. Um, so a group of fraternity brothers that rented the Chop Chop house went on record and stated that on numerous occasions... When they went down into the basement, they saw blood dripping from the walls. Others who spent time in the basement said they just felt off and they couldn't describe it, but it just felt wrong. And that's where Preston got murdered. So that would make sense why that happened. He got shot in the head and then chopped up. Um, While I'm interrupting you, do they know that it's the Chop Chop house? Well, the fraternity brothers? Yeah. Before they It actually does there. not say. It just says that they went on record to say that I, they saw these things. I have a feeling that at least pretty recently, like at least a decade or so after that happened, they're like trying to keep that under wraps. Oh. Like, oh, we need money for these kids to live here. Oh, so. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think at one point in time, it does talk about the owner who is uh, James Howell. Like, he will fight tooth and nail. He's like, this house is not haunted. Mm-hmm, sure. But after you hear these stories, uh, you might say otherwise. The murder house isn't haunted? The murder house. All right. right. Chop, chop. Buddy, sure. Haunted. Okay. Yeah, so um, I can't even imagine seeing blood dripping from walls. Like, I've seen some shit, right? Yeah. But blood dripping from walls? That's a lot for me. No, thank that you. That is a lot for no, me. No, thank you. Straight gum pee my pants over that. Mm-hmm. No, thanks. I'd probably pass out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. So, the next one, uh, someone by the name of Christy said that one night while walking past the house as a young girl, she saw a woman in the upstairs window. She was banging on it and screaming, but Christy couldn't hear anything. She said she can still recall the incident as if it happened yesterday. So my question... Who's the woman? The woman, exactly. It was a man who was murdered in this house. Like, what the hell else happened in this house? And, like, how long had Rogers lived in this house? Was he actually a murderer that people, like, the cops weren't onto? Could he have murdered other people? 
like, I mean, the walls in the basement are dripping blood. Doesn't mean it has to be just one person's blood. Yeah, I'm also sure, <clears throat> you know, because it's such an old house. It's a craftsman-style house. Um, just to put the time frame into perspective, um, there's, there's got to be at least somebody buried in the backyard or something. <laughs> right. Yeah, and the only thing documented is this murder case. That's the only thing documented on this house that I was able to dig up anyway. Well, and even the documentation of this murder case, like, most of it I had to get from, like, the court. Yeah, she had to read court documents. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's why That's why I'm like, oh, this happened. Oh, I forgot. Oh, no. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, anyway, the fact that a woman was seen, like, that makes me scratch my head. Um, Did she give any description of, like... Nope. Okay. Just a woman. We don't know what time period. She didn't look like a Victorian Nope, she did not. Lady. She just said that um, she saw a woman in the upstairs window. <clears throat> Keep that in mind. Yeah. Upstairs window. Right. Okay? So, because we're going to circle back. We're going to hear another story about the upstairs window. Oh, my God. But um, she was banging on it and screaming. But Christy could not hear anything. Christy, wake up. I don't like this. Right. Well, Christy's outside. She's a little girl walking down the sidewalk, yeah. and she sees this shit. Like, oh, no. I have no idea where the woman came from. No clue. Me neither. Okay, so this story, those were both very, very, very short. Like, a paragraph, maybe. Mm-hmm. Story's different. Oh, darn it. <laughs> this story. This one's a little bit different. <coughs> so, a man that goes by the name D... Said he and uh, said that he and his friends had just moved it moved in and hadn't even emptied out all the boxes when shit started. Several boxes and pieces of furniture were still sitting out on the front porch. Late in the evening, Dee was upstairs with a friend when they both heard footsteps coming up the stairs. He assumed it was his roommate and thought nothing of it. Then a little bit later, he and his roommate. We're talking, and they both heard it at the same time. Goddamn mimic. A mimic. Those goddamn Those mimics. Fucking mimics. Ugh. Uh, they clearly heard someone walk up the stairs, so they both stopped talking, and when they didn't hear anyone go back down the stairs, they became concerned. Um, wondering who was in the house, they went to check it out. Dee was worried someone had broken into their house, and for a moment he was certain of it when he saw what he thought was their shadow. He quickly realized the shadow wasn't attached to anyone, and it was moving around on its own. Hoping that he was not actually seeing this, Dee and his roommate decided to run out and stand on the front porch. If someone was inside the house, they didn't want to be stuck inside with them. And when whomever was in there decided to come out, they wanted to be able to get a good look at them to report it to the police. So this is around midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, do you know like what year roughly this is? No. Okay. No, I wondered that too. Okay. I really did. I wanted to find a time frame. Because and right now it's like abandoned. It's boarded up, right? There was a time it's period. It's still where it was. owned though. It's owned, but it's like 
not lived in right by people right okay it's because nobody can stay there yeah okay sorry not super relevant no nope. do not be sorry <laughs> um so anyway, this is, okay, this is around midnight when all of this is taking place. So in the moonlight, Dee starts seeing a black figure moving around in his peripheral vision. A moment later, his friend says, are you seeing that too? The two stepped off the porch and into the lawn, undecided on if they should go back inside or not. They both hoped that they were that they had both just got worked up over nothing, in a new house, in a new area, in the dark, um, in the night, and the eerie quiet. But then they both noticed movement above them. Oh. They both looked at the window upstairs. Again. They gasped and knew there was no intruder. At least not a human one, anyway. Yeah. In the window, clear as day, there stood a big, black, oily-looking thing. Oily. Oily. Why is it oily? Well. Oh. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, what is it? Um. Oh, gosh. It was an old... Was it Freak Show? Freak, was it Freak Show 2? I think it was a Stephen King movie where it's got that, like, that big, black blob that kind of takes down the raft and is chasing after these kids. Okay, I'm aging myself. Anyway, that's what I picture. <laughs> I'm not seeing that. I'm sorry. Is it? I think it's Freak Show or Freak Show 2, The Raft or something. Okay, we're going to have to look that up. God, I'm just thinking of just the most macabre <laughs> images. I'm like, no. Yeah. Is he, like, making a mess? Well, okay, so. so I'd be pissed. Be like, hey, first of all. What the fuck? Make a mess in my new Make house. Make a mess. Well, I am not even unpacked. Right. Um, so, okay, we'll, we'll backtrack. Clear as day, there stood a big, black, oily-looking thing. Then it began moving. First toward the dresser, then away from the window, and toward the door, until it was completely out of view. A moment later, Dean noticed a mirror that he still had on the front porch with some other items that had not yet been moved into the house. Oh, no. Mirrors. Fuck oh, those mirrors. God. The foreshadowing. <laughs> In the reflection of the mirror, movement caught his eyes when he saw a dark pulsating orb floating down the stairs. Whoa. The reflection of the orb grew bigger and bigger until Dee's roommate yells, get away from there. Even though his friend was yelling, he sounded far off in the distance. And uh, Dee heard him, but he couldn't move. And he could not move his was, body. He was stuck. He was paralyzed? Yes. His eyes were stuck on the mirror. Soon the reflection of the black orb took up the entire mirror until it started to emerge from the mirror. It rapidly flew across the porch and approached Dee's body as if it were going to enter into him. He felt icy fingers stab into his shoulders. 
Then his... It's an orb. It doesn't have fingers. I freaking love your commentary. I'm sorry. I love it so much. It's She's like, Ow. <laughs> Ow. It shouldn't have fingies. It's an orb. It's, it's got icy sharp fingies. It's cheating. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> he felt... Icy fingers stab into his shoulders. That's so rude. Then his vision got a bit wonky. Oh. His roommate was yelling and yanking on his arm. Then D snapped out of his trance. Both men ran quickly to the truck and left. D broke his lease and moved out immediately and never returned. Left all his shit. No, like he he broke his lease, and okay. then in the daytime he came back, grabbed his shit, and was gone. Okay, all gone. No, thank you. God, I'm like picturing like I wouldn't even like it's like paranormal demon, but also like getting like kind of alien vibes. If I think of like an amorphous being, I think like otherworldly. If, but if it's attached to a mirror, it's clearly like an interdimensional being. Right, and so I can understand alien-esque if it's taking on a different form, but a black blob, a black, a black sphere. Well, it's also and, like distorting uh -huh. space and because like he's like, he said that his roommate, like he could hear his roommate talking, but it seemed like farther away. Yeah. So it's like distorting space. Yeah, he was somewhat in a trance. I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm right there with you. Terrified. I also don't have spatial... <laughs> I don't understand spatially how this all worked. Because I'm like, okay, the mirror's involved. So was there two? No. Just like so the mirror was on the front porch. And it was facing towards the house. Like, okay. facing towards inside the oh. house. And so... The stairs coming down inside so the, the house. Was like it was looking at itself going down the stairs. It was reflecting coming down the stairs inside the house, but then at the same time, it becomes inside the mirror and then comes out of the mirror towards our good buddy here. Our good buddy D. Yeah. Man, what a rough evening. Yeah. What would you do? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he was paralyzed, probably because it was like, yeah, he was coming. He was getting both sides, on all sides. Right, but was he paralyzed out of fear, or was he paralyzed because this orb was starting was to consume to him? My boy was trying to get sucked into the other dimension. I'm pretty sure, like... Like, he says that it was coming at him and grabbing his shoulders and whatever. Like, he was he... he was It was like he was trying to enter... D's body and take over D, which let's keep that in mind for our next story. Oh, okay. We're snatching bodies. Because this next story. Whoop, whoop. All right. So then we will just segue right into that one. This story is about our good friend, Albie. Albie. Yes. So Albie, I do know, was completely unaware of the murder house when he moved in. And I do know when this one was, it was late 2007. Oh, okay. Uh, he got a great deal on this house. Imagine that. 
we know who owned the house at the time. St- same guy. Does he still, the same guy still own the house? I believe so. Oh. Yeah, I think he just, he rents it out, but I mean, I not currently. Like, I'm halfway tempted to rent this house out just to go in there for a day. I'll, br- I'll break the lease. Sleepover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, he got a great deal on this house. He got some roommates to move in. He's a college kid and he's just moved out of his home, you know, with mom and dad starting his life. Everything's going great. This is a prime frat era. Yes. American pie. Uh, yes. Except for he, he's not, uh, he doesn't seem to be a super party kid or anything like that. He seems to be a pretty, I mean, maybe he's a nerd. I love nerds. I do too. Very pro nerd. I'm. I'm a big fan of nerds. I'm a nerd. Uh, so he gets his roommates and strange occurrences didn't start happening until months later. Okay. And Albie figured uh, it was just um, his roommates. Hmm. Like this is, these are just things that happen when you have roommates. And uh, sometimes he would find the milk in the cabinet or his toilet paper would be unraveled. I have a ghost too. It's called ADHD. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many ghosts. If that is the case. (laughs) He made me cough. (laughs) Don't we all? So, or the toilet paper would be unraveled or the sugar bowl being empty just days after he filled it. These things, they were just annoying to Albie. He always planned on talking to his roommates about it, but then he would always forget because he'd be busy with all of his college stuff or plans that he had or whatever. He'd just forget. And um, Albie finally blew his top when his transmission went out in his car. Uh, being that he was so upset about the money he was about to spend on his car, he chewed his roommates out for wasting the things that he buys. Mm. His roommates got confused and didn't admit to anything, so Albie stormed off. After a while, his roommates started messing with him more than just things that he would buy, but they now started messing with his sleep. Oh. Yeah. So pranks, dude. I'm so good. Pranks are the worst. I'm not a fan. No. No one wins a prank. No. (laughs) Except for when I prank. I'm really good at it. So one winter night, he woke up at 3 a.m. freezing cold and hearing dragging sounds coming from below him in the basement. The basement that bleeds blood. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. (laughs) Basement does. Um, so he was hearing these dragging sounds coming from the basement. After the dragging sounds go on for a little bit, he hears someone whisper, it's your turn. Do it. Chop, chop, chop. It's Cox and Rogers. Right. Cox and Rogers. Cox and Rogers. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking his roommates were drunk, he quickly fell back to sleep. He woke up the next morning drenched in sweat from a dream that he had where he was being chased. Sorry, all I can think of is... You're so sweaty. I was watching cops. (laughs) Cox and Rogers. (laughs) I'm sorry. 
I was watching cops. Did you touch my drums? No. <laughs> oh, sorry. Coming back. Coming back. It's scary. We're very scary. Yes. Also, even if, like, I just heard that out of context, that would be so weird. It's your turn. Chop. What are you Chop. doing? Chop. Right. That's weird. Yeah. He just thinks they're drunk and being dumb, right? I still have a lot of questions. And so he just goes right back to sleep. Night-night. Night-night. He woke, oh, yeah. He woke up the next morning drenched in sweat from a dream that he had where he was being chased. About a week later, he was getting ready to head to the laundromat, but then becomes pissed when he sees that his laundromat quarters are no longer on his desk. Albie runs out to the living room and accused his roommates of taking his money, but his roommates insisted that they didn't. During the argument, they heard a loud bang that stopped all of them from speaking. Then again, two more times. Like a gunshot? A bang. Okay. And so I was initially thinking a gunshot. Yeah, that would make sense. That did happen. Wasn't. A couple of times. Wasn't a gunshot. Okay. Would have made sense and been cool, but it wasn't. I would have thought that was cool. (laughs) My house. Cool. Um, So they all ran to the back door and stood there quietly for a moment until they heard a bunch of bangs. It was the storm door banging against the door, but they couldn't see who was doing it. So, like, it was being slammed. Their storm no. door was being slammed oh, against their oh, their back like, door. When the ghosts, like, knock at the door, like, no, 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 and then they open the door and nothing's there. Yeah, nothing like Black Eyed Children, though, where it's like a methodical knock, 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 knock. Would you rather the banging or the methodical? If you had a choice. If I had a choice, uh, honestly, maybe the methodical just because I'm like, oh, maybe it's a person. But if I heard so- just banging on my door, I'd be like, I am not answering that. I don't know. I think the methodical would freak me out a lot more. You're like, <laughs> like going to be the crazy bag lady with talking about black-eyed kids. Be like, don't let them in. The children. <laughs> the children. <laughs> Uh, okay, so they couldn't see who was doing it. They thought maybe it was some frat boys just pranking them. Mm-hmm. So one of the roommates opens up the back door. Um, they saw and heard nothing, not footsteps of anyone running away. So the roommate went into the backyard. After a moment, the roommate yells, holy shit. Albie and his other roommate run out to see what is happening. And on the other side of the house, they see bloody handprints all over, all over the side of the house. Some were smeared and streaked. Um, And the handprints started at about shoulder height. Yeah. And then moved. Yeah. And then they like moved downward as Mm -hmm. if you're like sliding down. Right. And um, so the roommate that had initially ran out the the back door in the beginning he ends up falling to the ground and his eyes roll back into his head and he looks as if he's having a seizure the demons got him the demons so 
like his his buddies are freaking out like yeah, oh I my god what's so. what's going on you all right you all right you know uh-huh. and um all of a sudden he just stopped stopped seizing stopped moving stopped any sort of anything breathing just well it doesn't say that he stopped breathing he just stopped okay and he was still for a long moment then all of a sudden he jumped to his feet and ran like hell. So he was like, Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. And I was just running. running. <laughs> God, I can't imagine. God. I'm sure eating I'm shrimp. Really scared at the time seeing that happen, but also just picturing it. I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's I mean. Hilarious. I'd be like, what the fuck? Okay, okay, we're running. We're, we're down it. I'm, up. I'm down again. Yes. So at that point, Albie chases after him. The other roommate stays, but Albie is running after him. And while Albie was running, he remembered that this was his dream where he had woke up all sweaty. Oh, okay. Only he was the one being chased, not the one chasing. Mm. Yeah. And um, then he started getting little flashes of all sorts of things that he had been doing because he has not been himself since he moved into this house. Oh, shit. He has not Diamonds got him. So he starts getting little flashes of himself dumping out his sugar that he thought his roommates were How just diabolical. Right. <laughs> Jump out that sugar. That'll teach him. I'ma put my milk in the cabinet. So yeah. pranked, dude. <laughs> so pranked. By himself. So um at this point when Albie gets all of these things flooding back into his mind, he starts feeling a little bit more like himself and then he's a little bit freaked out. Like what the hell has been happening to me since I have moved into this house? And he just stops and he turns around and he runs back to the house. When he arrived at the house, he found his other roommate on the, pro- on the porch terrified. He said he heard dragging coming from the basement. Dragging the body upstairs. So he went down there and oh. that's when he saw the blood. Oh, again? The, well, these guys haven't seen the blood no, yet. No, but it's well, I mean, they saw bloody handprints on the side of it. That's true. But yes, again, the walls. The bleed walls. We're bleeding. Ooh, the bleed's coming out. Yeah. They have a lot of blood in them. They must have transfusions often. <laughs> All the time. They're college students. They're broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Given blood. So the roommate that ran away, yeah. uh, he was found the next morning. Walking around the Brownlee Reservoir, <gasps> saying that he had to put himself back together. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh my God! He got possessed by murder. It's like they all got possessed by the different guys. Yeah. Oh my God! So Albie, That's crazy. Albie moved back in with his mom and dad. They also lived yeah. in Boise. He was like, mm, "Fuck this shit! I'm out." I'm out. But the other two stayed in the house. Are they alive? Well, I mean, yeah, they didn't die in the house. Okay. But they they stayed in the house until their lease was up. And then they moved out. Okay. But um, 
I'm just like, how the hell do you stay in that house? You know, that's how I feel about you and your house. <laughs> She's talking shit. I'm not talking shit about big real estate. <laughs> <laughs> I love my house. See, they probably felt great otherwise. They're like, yeah, this happens sometimes. This whatever. <laughs> Our walls bleed from time to time, but. That's how you would talk about it. it- You'd be like, it's oh, I true. Yanked out of bed every so often, so whatever. Like, I, well, like, you're letting out my bag of secrets. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so, so, despite the stories and many other stories, like this is only a few, right? This is just a couple stories that are documented. Yeah. Yes. Uh, James Howell, the owner of the property, mm-hmm. insists that this house is not haunted. Sure. Sure, sure. The murder house. The chop chop house. Totally not haunted. It's totally. What do you guys think? Totally normal. Think it's not haunted or you think that bleeding walls can cause a little bit of suspicion to a haunting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Let us know your thoughts. Yeah. On the murder house slash chop chop house. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining, Misfits. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. After all, mystery loves company. Bye.